Buddy, Rice Dynasty podcast. It's right now. I'm with Michael Carey, MP Carey, as his name says on on, on Sleeper. We just got done with the draft yesterday, Michael. How how you feeling? You no, know, I've uh, pre-ordered my ACT book. <laughs> uh, I'm not feeling great. I think mistakes were made, but. You know, high, high upside team here. You know, Very. I, I think we can really improve throughout the season. Oh, yeah. Very high upside. Very high upside. Me and Michael love a high upside. That's what we're all about. Mm-hmm. But the season's yeah. going to start soon. I'm, we're, <laughs> I'm about to get super hype. Thursday. Oh, my God. Three days, dude. Dude, football is back. Three I mean, days. We had the mean, perfect sweep of the weekend. Yeah, the Butler Bulldogs winning. That Michigan State pulled out the victory. Northwestern pulled out a victory on the road, and best and of all, Michigan once again lost. Eight and eight, their last sixteen games. Oh, all right. Ooh. I won't go into my boy Jeff Marlowe, <laughs> but in the NFL, we're we're about to get rolling. We're gonna find out what these young guys have. Yeah. Uh... Tom, congrats on the win. You you Notre Dame man. And uh, Adante, he went to Michigan. He's probably upset at you, man. Yeah, that's I, too bad. I'm, I'm real shook up about it. <laughs> um, my roommates are on the Butler Bulldog football team. They're hype. They're very hype about this win. Honestly, if you're looking for first-round picks next year, look at these Butler Bulldogs. They might come out of nowhere. You guys are going to want to recruit. You're going to want to watch football on Saturdays and Sundays at this point because we're having rookie drafts from now on. You have to be prepared moving forward. Speaking of rookie drafts, I'm going to need a I'm going to give up some draft picks right over here. I've got like my future's set at this point. We're going to talk more about this, but my future's set. I don't need any draft picks next year. So I'm trading them all for for current year players if anyone if anyone wants to give me some <laughs> I'm definitely open. I'm talking to you, Max Smith. You got nothing. You got nothing in the future. Max, don't listen to him. Your team is set. You're fine. You don't need anything for the future. Max, do you do you really want Larry Fitzgerald? Like that guy's old. That guy's super old. I'll take him this year. I'll take him off your hands and give you a draft pick for him. You know? Max, win now. Win now, Max. You can worry <laughs> about the future later. I heard the fe- nope, I heard I heard uh Future ACTs are going to be harder than this year. They just they just announced it via the New York Times. Future ACTs will be harder. So if if any year you're going to take the ACT, it's going to be this year. Oh, yikes! Okay, so uh, let's start out and take a look at you know how the draft broke down. Who who was our who was our big steal in the draft, and who was, you know, what was our biggest mistake? 
And coming from my perspective, you know, there were a lot. There were a lot of mistakes. <laughs> so, John, you want to get started? Yeah, if you can't tell, Michael is clearly depressed. He's having a down day. It's thunderstorming in Chicago. He's It's just a sad day. It just reflects my mood. You know, I, I was just so flustered during this draft. It just <laughs> didn't go well. Michael had to take a shower in the middle of this draft. He had to do a bunch of stuff. Um, and we do have some stories as well. We we were on the phone for most of this draft, so we do have some stories. But, uh, yeah, as far as biggest mistake goes for me, um, you guys haven't noticed my team is, is filled with rookies and young players, second-year players, all this stuff. A team with uh, large upside, as, as Michael was talking about earlier. But this year, <laughs> my team isn't looking the best unless one of these rookies just decides to pop off. It's it's looking like a team for the future right now. I, I went too heavy on the dynasty picks here. I, I got obsessed with the dynasty, and now my team is looking fine this year, I guess. But it's definitely a future champion. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think our matchups in years down the road, looking at my own mistakes, I took either a first or second year player in rounds five through 15 uh, in all but one round. So nine straight or nine picks, nine out of 10 picks in a row were first or second year players. So, Oh yeah. Like you said, the future could be really bright, but if none (laughs) of these guys pan out, we're going to be in big trouble. (laughs) Yeah. The rest of the league didn't draft quite like we did. Uh, but if if we're talking my strengths, if we're talking my strengths here, we're going. They they always talk about when you talk when you hear about fantasy football that your draft is always won in the eleventh or twelfth round. That's where all the sleepers are taken. And uh, my eleventh and twelfth round picks are probably my favorite picks of the draft. Mike Williams, Los Angeles Chargers. He his his rookie year was last year for the Chargers, and he was a bit like injured and whatnot, wasn't he? Um, yeah, a big injury. Yeah, pretty big, in- pretty big injury for Mike Williams. This is his second year, hopefully injury-free. Robbie Anderson of the New York Jets, he's a wide receiver. He's their number one wide receiver. Um, he still has a case under view, reckless driving or whatever Michael told me it was. But eh, that doesn't matter, you know? Most he's likely a, going to be dismissed. Yeah, he's a stud. All right, and he's out of Temple. So that that's my those are my steals of the draft. I think Mike Williams or Robbie Anderson probably my favorite picks um even though at the top of the draft i had some picks i loved too i think my 11th and 12th are are gonna make my team unstoppable i i really <laughs> like those picks because yeah. um i was gonna take both of them in my 11th and 12th round um or excuse me my 11th round pick i actually had before you but i i was really happy i stole julian edelman off the board he'll come back in week five and that's a good 11th I, rounder yeah, I think he can become, at worst, my first flex position player. Um, at best, he could be my wide receiver, too. And then I also got Josh Dotson from the Washington Redskins, who I think is – they listed him as the number one receiver on that team. So, you know, if that works out well, then he could also be a, a potential starter for me uh, every week. And then, of course, Sam Darnold, the steal of the draft, you know. <laughs> the absolute He's steal. Where'd you get Sam again? 18th round? 18th round. What a steal. 
What a uh, steal. I also got Cole Beasley, who I think is an underrated pick because he's going to be the the Dallas Cowboys' number one receiver this year. I got him in the 20th round. I kind of saw him on the board and did not understand why no one had taken him <laughs> to that point, being yeah. the number one receiver on a really good offense. So, 20th thanks. round. Cole Beasley. Thanks, I'm not... I'm not a personal fan of Cole Beasley, but uh, yeah, he's the number one receiver on Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott led offense. You might as well take him. Really going for the high upside picks here. Yeah, Dal- honestly, Dallas could be a big sleeper overall. I feel like no one's talking about Dallas whatsoever. Like they did, they had like a bad start last year, and then they sort of picked it up at the end of the year. Like I feel like they're just gonna get back on track here. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, they. I mean, as long as they stay injury-free, that was their thing last year is they had so many guys hurt. Yeah. But, I mean, they destroyed the Eagles the year before that, and everyone acts like the Eagles are going to be this dominant force again. But, I mean, they have to play a first-place schedule. So you never know what could happen in that division. Oh, yeah. First-round picks. Do you want to analyze first-round picks at all? Do you like anyone's first-round pick the most? Uh... Honestly, I think your first round pick was probably the steal of the first round. You got Odell at eight. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think he's probably a better pick than Barkley, DeAndre Hopkins, David Johnson, or Antonio Brown, especially in a dynasty league because Brown is already, what, 31? And Odell, yeah, he just signed this huge contract, but, I mean, he's going to be in New York for a while, like, that's a pretty good offense. He's it's pretty good for eighth. Um, I think the person who screwed up the first round the most is me. And I, uh, I had Tom with DeAndre Hopkins in the first round too, at the number five pick. Oh, that was that was really yeah. frustrating to see because you got Odell. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think Le'Veon Bell as the second pick was very good. I think Elliott should have definitely been my pick. Um, but I went with Bell, who uh, still hasn't practiced. So that's great. Hopefully yeah. he plays this year. We'll I see. Mean, yeah, it's interesting to look at the first round overall because there are, like, a lot of just – there are there are people like Le'Veon and, um, like, DeAndre Hopkins and Antonio Brown who are – who are not as young as a lot of the other players. And you think Dynasty League, like first round, you're going to want to take the youngest, best players. And a lot of other people have chosen those. Um, but it's interesting to see people like Bell, like Hopkins taken at five is is crazy to me. I, how high was Hopkins in these rankings? I guess yeah, I saw only some of them that said he was number one, well, which I thought was kind of nuts, but maybe I just don't get it. Yeah, Hopkins Hopkins definitely has high potential, but um, I feel like he underperforms every year. Yeah, I think much he does around. with uh, Deshaun Watson this year. We'll see. Desh- the, yeah. uh, Houston Houston offense was pretty high octane last year, so yeah, it was, it was still pretty good. So I just uh, want to point out my favorite or least favorite picks in this draft were okay. both were both all made by Alex actually. Uh, he decided to take let's just talk about this for a second here he took Lamar Jackson and Mitch Trubisky with his 5th and 7th round picks can we just talk about the quarterbacks that were still on the board at that point 
Yeah. We've still gotten Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo Kirk, Cousins. Kirk Cousins, Cam Newton, Andrew Luck, Matt Stafford, Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees. Oh, Dak you're Preston. going down the list. Marcus Mariota. There are so even. many quarterbacks better than both of these guys. I just don't understand. <laughs> then the worst pick in the draft, in my opinion, in the eighth round, he decided to take Jake Butt. <laughs> Jake Butt. Why are you taking someone whose last name is Butt? It doesn't even play. He does eighth round. All right, that's a pretty. He also went to Michigan, so that's pretty. That's a. It's a little bias. It's a little bias. I mean, I, I think everyone else would argue the fifth round Lamar Jackson was definitely the worst pick in the draft. But Jake Butt I guess, is up there, too, I guess. But. <laughs> but, yeah, oh. Lamar Lamar Jackson's not even going to start this year, and he took him in the fifth round, which is – It's really debatable. tough. It's, it's really tough, really debatable. Alex is going to want to make some trades fast. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know who he's going to give us that's going to be super enticing at this point. You know, I, I see Ezekiel Elliott up there. I think oh. I can. All right, we'll save my strategies for another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, power rankings. We're going to do power rankings every week. That's a thing. We're going to rank the teams in the league. If you guys don't know what power rankings are, they're, they're standings on our league page or whatever. That's based off record. But power rankings are rankings that uh, we personally make based off of who we think is the best team in the league, not based off off record, but based off of uh, who we think has the strongest team in general, I guess. Do we want to count it down? I think it's pretty obvious who we got at number 10, right? Both of us. At number 10, we go with Mr. Lamar Jackson himself, (laughs) Alex George. (laughs) Alex Uh, George. We can both just talk endlessly about why this team is so bad. But you want to go ahead. You can start. (laughs) I've Uh, kind of ripped him up enough as it is. Yeah. Well, Lamar Lamar Jackson, um, I mean, we ripped him. We ripped him for these quarterbacks and and whatnot. Do we want to take a look at the rest of his his team? If you want to take a look at his wide receivers, you got Mike, Michael Evans, you got Amari Cooper, um, you have, instead of Jake Butt starting, of course, you have Austin Hooper. Yeah, um, the backup tight end for Atlanta. Good call. <laughs> uh, Derrick Henry, he's a, he's a young man. He's a young young running back. You got Ezekiel little, Elliott. Yeah, you got a little bit young there, but they also just signed Deion Lewis to a massive contract in Tennessee. They so did. he's not going to play that much. They're gonna. He's gonna want to put um, Mitch Trubisky in his starting lineup because Lamar Jackson is not going to be starting. Playing a quarterback that's actually playing, it's a good. It's a good idea. Oh yeah, and it was actually announced a day ago that Lamar Jackson is the number three quarterback. So even if Joe Flacco gets injured, Robert Griffin's gonna be playing and not Lamar Jackson. Oh, that's tough to hear for alex okay we have ripped on alex <laughs> yeah i feel bad at this <laughs> um i'm gonna go let's go next to number nine and i think we both have the same number nine here oh yeah it's the person who auto drafted twiggy mcsexy mr auto draft himself 
Yeah. Do you want to tell our uh, our listeners, our other league mates, what Mr. Andrew Wells texted you before the draft? He said, and I quote, I'm playing video games. I don't care. <laughs> so I'm just impressed he's at number nine. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Like, I... Good for him. I mean, he's got some talent. He's got good backs. Saquon Barkley and Jordan Howard. It's not bad. Yeah. And for those Howard- for those worried that he's not going to pay, he will. He's going to pay, and he's he going to get his money. Pay. We'll see him next weekend. <laughs> and you will also, uh, you'll also probably get to see him do a punishment. That's pretty fun. That's going to be great. We- tailgate for that. Oh man. <laughs> At ACT. Um, but yeah, my favorite pick for him. Uh, unfortunately, auto draft still doesn't recognize that Mr. Jarek McKinnon is out. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's up for the season. Yeah, it's and it's a, the fact that he's starting and will most likely be starting for Andrew all year gives you a big advantage. Because <laughs> Andrew said he does not care. We're gonna t- <laughs> we're gonna text him saying, "Hey, games are about to start. Might want to set your lineup." And he's gonna say, "I'm playing video games. I don't, I don't care. care." But <laughs> impressively enough, he is not projected the lowest number to, for next week for week <laughs> one. So we're just going to keep trashing on Alex, is what you're saying. I I think he's going to get at least one win. Yeah. Yeah. And I get to play him twice. Hey, I had a, I had, Derek McKinnon's like a fine Dynasty League pick because the possibility next week, I had one person auto-drafting in my draft after this one. That's not a Dynasty League. That's a redraft every year. He has Jarek McKinnon on his team, so that's now that's a bad pick. <laughs> that's really fun for him. He he dropped him. Okay, yeah, that's a good call. All right. Okay. Uh, do we want to go to number eight? I, I don't. Who do you have at number eight? I have um, Mister Always Rebuilding. Okay. Who do you have? I had Tom Myring at number eight. Ooh, Thomas. Uh, um, uh, Tom, I I hate to break it to you, you're running backs. They're like both them. terrible. I, I mean, they're just awful. Joe Mixon, I, I mean, he's gonna he breaks his leg walking to the water jug. I mean, he's <laughs> gonna be the the backup in by week three. So Wait, I don't it, like. Who's their other running back? Who's Dolphins' other running back? Oh, uh, a very young man, a rookie actually, who's on my team. Very young man. Um, by the name, let me check his name because I don't even know his name. Uh, of Callan Ballage. Yes. He's going to be a household name soon. This guy's going to be good. Yeah, household name. Household name. We're all going to know how to pronounce his name eventually. Okay. So, yes, that those are my reasons why I have Tom number eight. Your running backs are awful, and in fantasy, that's that's pretty big. Yeah, I agree, and Anthony has the opposite. He's got Elvin Kamara and Leonard Fournette. Um, they're pretty good. Uh, I just don't like Anthony's wide receivers that much. Stefan? Yeah, I, I'm okay. Stefan's like, over in Minnesota, they like Stefan, but they also like Adam Thielen, and they like other they like their other threats as well. So they yeah, don't they just like, like Stefan. white guys in Minnesota. And Juju Smith-Schuster, he's in a pretty similar situation with Antonio Brown over there in Pittsburgh. Um, and then Jack Doyle at tight end, I don't like him too much. That's a weak tight end. It was a week, yeah, especially because Eric Ebron is going to be a pro bowler. Yeah, but Anthony's going all in on San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, Goodwin. 
Maybe they'll hook up for some long TDs or something. That's always a risk in fantasy if you, is if you double down on two guys on the same team because it could work for you really well or it could not. So Yeah. Um, I do really like uh, Jordan Wilkins' pick by Anthony. He's He's been looking at the news and whatnot. He knows Jordan Wilkins is, is starting at running back for the Colts. Yeah, you and I were both very upset about that pick. Yeah, yeah that, that was the one pick I was like, ah, Anthony got us with that one. But I, I knew Anthony was going to pick Jimmy Garoppolo. I just knew it was going to happen. But I have him at eight. Um, and okay. I do have – if we go to seven, I Tom Myring is at my seven spot. Okay. Okay. I uh, I have Quinn Soft Dick as seven. Ooh, Quinny. His soft so, dick. I'm going to also look at your running back situation and your two flexes as well as your second wide receiver, and I think all of those are kind of trash. And notice I didn't even hate on Matthew Stafford. You're, you got you should be, <laughs> That's a good quarterback uh, pick. Nelson Aguilar is he's a fine receiver, but, I mean, he's not the number one there, and they have so many weapons. Philadelphia is just so hard to predict. And then anybody from Cleveland or Baltimore, oh, man. That's, I don't know if you want those guys starting besides Alex Collins. I mean, he had a decent year last year, but I don't even know if he's the running, the first string running back. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, Alex Collins, he's, a, he's, a, he's one of those risky picks. Everyone thinks he's going to be a sleeper or something. Uh, but... Um. I, I'll talk about what I think about Tom's team a little bit more because since he's my number seven, I, I'm a little higher on uh, his running backs than you are. You know, uh, Joe, Mick, Joe Mixon's a little fragile, fragile guy, but um, I, I do like jo- Joseph Mixon. Uh, he, he he can get on the right track. Um, obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is good. Michael Thomas, I like Michael Thomas a lot. Okay, um, I've never been a huge fan, but yeah. I'm just a huge fan of the Saints offense in general, as long as Breeze is there. I'm a huge fan of like anyone on the Saints offense because uh, yeah. Breeze, Breeze will make him good. He's a lot like Tom Brady in a that regard. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, I want Tom- to also point out with Team Quinn Soft Dick, you have a lot of quarterbacks, dude. <laughs> I mean, you have – yes, your starting quarterback is Stafford. That's solid. Kirk Cousins, also another good guy. You've got him as, on the bench, as well as Derek Carr and Jameis Winston, who's suspended, by the way, Alex Smith, and Tyrod Taylor, and Andy Dalton. <laughs> Just keep going, dude. Oh, and uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, thank God. Yeah, if you guys weren't there, Quinn, uh, Quinn decided, or you weren't reading chat, Quinn decided, like, I like my team, I'm going to head on out. And said, just set me to auto draft. Unfortunately, auto draft said, you're an idiot, Quinn, because I'm an idiot. And then drafted six quarterbacks in a row or something. And then Quinn came back like last round because, and like noticed it. And he was, he was joking around about it. But, um, Quinn, you might want to trade one of those quarterbacks to someone who, who might have an injured quarterback right now, uh, and has to start Case Keenum, and his name rhymes with Don <laughs> Gorge. Quinn, I could really help you in exchange for a little help myself. Well, we, we can have, we can have some conversations. Quinn, okay, I, you know the rightful owner of Kirk Cousins, and that's me, Quinn. If you want to send him on over, I'll take Kirk off your hands as well. But. Number six. Okay. Number six. Uh, who do you got? Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> Go ahead. Quinn, what do I think about Quinn's team personally? 
uh i have it at number six i i obviously this year these are these rankings i guess we should mention are not like dynasty rankings these are this year's power rankings this is for this year i'm not ranking your rookies or how good they're going to be next year yeah um and i think Quinn's, this is just like how we're looking starting week one exactly i think quinn's got like an oldish team but i think he's got a pretty good good team right here at antonio brown um he's he's still gonna be good this year rob gronkowski's still gonna be good this year he's really big and he's stupid um (laughs) (laughs) i really like matthew stafford obviously i'm a huge lions fan over here (laughs) uh huge lions fan that's a good dynasty pick overall um but if you take a look at his bench he's got some rookie running backs too with some potential potential upsides you got uh san francisco's uh matt breda you got nicholas chubb um I, I i like those two possible possibly breakout stars um but also chris thompson's a good good uh running back out of washington right now yeah. good, uh, uh, good kind of handcuffed guy uh peyton barber too out of tampa bay oh yeah that was a pick a really good pick yeah because it, it seems like peyton's gonna be uh chosen over their other guy who's their other guy someone he's the junior he's a junior that's all i know oh man yeah, I should research uh, more. We, should, we 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 really don't know as much as we do. Yeah. but I uh, yeah, I hate to say it, Matthew Stafford. That's a good pick. They throw the ball a ton. So Quinn for John is the first one going to be missing the toilet bowl. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, for the Rice Dynasty, uh, my number six, I have me the first one out of the toilet bowl. Oh, so if I'm looking at my team objectively. My running backs all have high upside, but right now it's a pretty weak running back situation. Le'Veon Bell, I don't know what you're going to do. I had to take you with the Michigan State connection, but dude, come on. Like, you got to help me out here. You got to play. If you don't play, I'm going to look like an idiot. He doesn't uh, want to practice, man. Yeah. I, uh, I've got the best quarterback in the league. I'm very happy about that. Um, wide receiver situation, eh, I've got a lot of flexibility there because I have a lot of number one wideouts on my bench. But overall, my lineup is very high upside, but also could be very low. Like the 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 ceiling is high, the floor is low. So that's why I have myself at six. Mm, do we want to move on to number five, where I have you? Go for it. Tell me, tell me why I'm better than you think I am, or than I think I am. <laughs> um, I, I, I think your team's pretty. I, I might be biased because I just want everyone with high upside to just do well this year, uh, including me. But uh, I like Le'Veon. I think he'll he'll possibly run his heart out in a, in this contract year for him and himself. You know, uh, maybe leave his impact at Pittsburgh and kind of give him the middle finger on his way out. Um, oh, unless, I hope so. unless that's the opposite, and he decides to stop trying, and then gives him the middle finger that way. <laughs> um, obviously, I'm in love with Mr. Carryon Johnson. He is my first and only true love. Sorry, Miriam, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I will be marry marrying Carryon Johnson, and uh, we will be moving in together as soon as he wins Detroit the Super Bowl this year. Devonte Adams, um, I uh, I think Devonte Adams is a good pick. I really do. Um, as long as Aaron Rodgers stays healthy and his collarbone likes life this year, then Devonte's a good pick. Because Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, unfortunately, they're good. Um, 
But I also like Brandon Cooks. I know Michael. I think you were like talking about how L.A. Rams have like too many other good like Cooper Cup. They have too many good weapons for Brandon Cooks yeah. to shine there. Yeah. Uh, but to that I say, the L.A. Rams score fifty points a game, and who cares? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so I do. I do like your team. I think it has more. I think it's uh, better than you think it is. For now. I hope right. I hope you're right. Um, in my number five spot, I have a guy you had much lower. I have your brother, Anthony. Oh, <laughs> I am always rebuilding in my top five. Um, the top half of the league. I, like I said earlier, I really look at running backs cause I think wide receivers are kind of random. You touched on the fact that Juju Smith Schuster is not a good running or wide receiver too. And I absolutely agree with that just cause. There's so many weapons in Pittsburgh, and you just never know when they're going to pull out some random seventh-round pick who's going to be really good that's not Juju Smith-Schuster. That being said, he's super young and really fast, so you just never know. And like you even mentioned earlier, and it pains me to say this, starving Marvin Jones as your second um, flex player, that's pretty good. Yeah. And I think Stephon Diggs is going to have a huge season just because I, I've i been hearing that his chemistry with Cousins is tremendous. So we'll see. Yeah, another team with a lot of high upside, a lot of young guys on this team. Yeah. Besides like Jack it. Doyle. Jack, Jack Doyle's trash. <laughs> you got to like get a running back. Anthony, you're, running, you're, you're a tight end away. You're a tight end away from greatness. Yeah, right. and his he even dynasty-wise, his like, tight ends are like – not Tyler Eifert like used to be kind of hype but now he's just nothing I guess he's got I do like his tight end I like his uh I like his dynasty situation as well he's got a pretty young team yeah he's got some confusing people in here but overall not bad like what are you doing with Ryan Tannehill like (laughs) I just don't understand why why is he because he has Jimmy Garoppolo, so Ryan Tannehill's literally just his bye week. He's doing the same strategy as I'm doing. I got Carson Wentz, and I only need just my bye week quarterback. For he has position. Patrick Mahomes, who's so much better. Okay, anyway. <laughs> number four. Uh, I have you. Oh. Number, um, I'm not going to say your name, because <laughs> I despise your name, but <laughs> I think you got the... I think you probably had the best um, first two picks in the draft with Odell and Dalvin Cook, because I really like Dalvin Cook. But, again, he's coming off injury, so that's Risky. a little – Yeah, and I love Tyreek Hill with Patrick Mahomes. He's he's like a – he's going to be a bang or a bust every week, but with Patrick Mahomes' arm, they'll be throwing the ball downfield a lot more than with Alex Smith. So I really love that. And, yeah, your whole team is our guys that like I had on my list, so I'm a little biased, like my boy Cooper Cup. Um, quick backstory here. Last year, Cooper Cup was a guy I picked last in the draft and had him written down from the beginning, and he turned out to be really good. It's still my one shining moment in fantasy. Cooper Cup. And then you also stole like at least three players from me. And let's talk about one of them for a moment here. <laughs> so in our preview of fantasy football, I told John about this tight end out of Penn State named Mike Kosicki. <laughs> Who I loved. He was like the, a second round pick to the Miami Dolphins. And they cleared out their entire tight end situation for this guy. 
And we're sitting there on the phone last night, and John's like looking down the board, and I'm like, oh, I I know who I want next. And John's like, oh, like uh, who is it? And he starts guessing, and he's like, is it that Mike Kosicki kid? I was like, yeah, yeah, he's he's really good. Oh, but that's not you know, what you said. Already, I know you already have a tight end, so you're not gonna take him, right? And he's like, ah, oh, no, no. And then Mike Kosicki is off the board. <laughs> That's John's not... third tight end. <laughs> third tight end. I His needed him, dude. Tight end. He has to steal him from me. Right, the true story is I guessed it. I was like, oh, is it this Gasicki guy? And then you were like, no. And then I just knew. Very sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I yeah. So later later in this, uh, we might have a live trade because I I picked Gasecki as trade bait for Michael. I betrayed his trust, basically. It's huge trade bait because I'm gonna have to trade for this guy. Yeah, I love Mike Gasecki. Okay, uh, yep. So I have you number four. Okay, I also have me number four actually. Okay, um, I agree with you on my team. I really like my team. Basically. Uh, all these players that I picked, I, I think I got, like, most of the players I really wanted. And that mm-hmm. makes me very happy. Uh, as I was talking earlier, the issue with my team is it is very dynasty-focused. So if these rookies aren't and, and second-year players aren't good, like, right now, then I'm kind of screwed for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, it definitely has upside for the future. Um but I, I, if I, when I look at my starting lineup right now, I'm, I get upset at sleeper. Honestly, they're projecting my players to do worse than I think they're gonna do, and I'm upset. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Overall, I, I like, I like my team. I really yep. do. Once you get Carson Wentz back, who I was really debating taking in the third round over Aaron Rodgers, even once you get him back, that's that's a yeah. lethal starting lineup. Yeah. And Royce Freeman. You got a guy that I really wanted, so kudos to you. Thank you. Okay, uh, number three. Let me take a look at who Milford. I have. Bird lovers. Oh yeah, I got Milford bird lovers the as well. Surprise of the draft, I think, was the Milford bird lovers. Oh yeah, but, I agree. This is Max's first time playing fantasy football. Yeah, and he he doesn't have a very dynasty focused team. Not at, all. at least his receivers and tight ends, but he's got good ones still. Yeah, I agree. It's he's got some older players for sure. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, he's been in the league for a long, long time, uh, but he's he's good. You know, he'll he'll put some production out there for you. Maybe not in in the future years, but he'll be there for you. Uh, of course, I love Golden Tate. Um, Doug Baldwin, Kareem. I really like his first three draft picks. Honestly, I love. Kareem yeah. Hunt, Melvin Gordon, and Russell Wilson, because those are dynasty focused picks as well. So I think they're. I think he had a really good strategy of going like dynasty with his first three picks, and then kind of just going oldies yeah. with with the yeah. rest of his starting lineup. Yeah, he filled in the holes as he needed them um, in the middle round picks. Yeah, you know, without focusing too much on the future. And we were both on the phone together. Um, I don't remember what round, but he took Jimmy Graham. And we were both sitting there like, what were we uh, thinking? How yeah. did we miss on this guy? Like, that is uh, that is touchdown city, Jimmy Graham. 
a guy that I am strongly considering putting up a very solid trade offer for because I really like Jimmy Graham. Oh, yeah. He's with Aaron Rodgers this year, too. Uh, yeah. He's a big sleeper tight end, especially since his Seattle years just weren't as productive, um, yeah. unfortunately. But I think he's – I knew – I when I saw Jimmy Graham, because I also took a tight end that, that round, I took Zach Ertz, and I was like, what was I doing? Yeah. What was I doing? I, yeah, I took Evan Ingram, who's a really good tight end and he's really young, but doesn't have nearly the quarterback. And I think you feel the same way. He's not going to get oh, yeah. nearly the targets in the red zone that Jimmy he, Graham will. Eli man, I remember watching the first week of Giants preseason and seeing Eli Manning play, and I was like, "Why are they still starting this guy?" And then I saw his backup play, and I was like, "Makes sense because this backup no is other terrible." <laughs> They're the Giants have no quarterback right now. That's pretty embarrassing. Um, but which kind of sucks. Kind of sucks for my Odell Beckham Jr. guy that I have on my team. Yeah. Uh, I think we have like the same power rankings through these next two, too. Yeah. So uh, top four Dante, is the same. Yeah, Dante NC Hammers number two. Oh yeah. Um, he had a really good draft. Uh, very not again not a dynasty focused draft. I hated his pick of Marshawn Lynch. I think his flex players are his only weakness, but. That being said, if they work out, he's going to do well. I don't like Demarius Thomas or Marshawn Lynch, but everything else I love on his team. Chris Hogan is going to get a lot of reps with Julian Edelman out for four games. And then, I mean, I don't love Jared Goff at quarterback, but if he keeps getting better, then he's going to be really good. So, yeah, I think I think he's got a really good lineup for week one. I don't know where he'll head after that. but Yeah, it's really I I really like his starting lineup a lot. I think his bench is a bit weaker, but I really like his starting lineup. That's where yep. his strong point is. Maybe once the bye weeks start getting in, he, that might cause him to lose a little bit of uh, of dominance. But I think his, I think Todd Gurley, Devontae Freeman. I love Devontae Freeman. Um, but I also love Todd Gurley. So much. Yeah, Devontae Todd, Freeman will always get touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. same with Todd Gurley. You got Atlanta and L.A. Rams running backs. Like, they're – offense both high octane offenses they're scoring like crazy and the thing that helps is he has the two atlanta top touchdown people he has julio jones and Devonta freeman oh yeah so if one takes away from the other then you know it's not going to hurt him at all so mm-hmm. i really like adate's starting lineup a lot I, that's why i got him at number two um, yeah and then I, uh we both have the same it's really frustrating because i did <laughs> think this guy would be good at all <laughs> number one in the power rankings brentonopolis brentonopolis ram ranch just i don't i don't know what happened how, did he, how, how did he get so good is this a fluke i don't think so <laughs> he did this for real like he has so many good players even on his bench yeah like, he's so deep he has like Drew? Rex Burkhead, who could be a running back two by the end of the year, on his bench. He's Drew Brees Tigers. and Tom Brady. He's, Drew Brees could be an easy trade bait, but yeah. he's not going to slow down at all in bye weeks. Like his running back situation is great for the future. Wide receivers are old, but for this year they're going to be really good. I mean, T.Y. Hilton, like we both talked about, is going to have a huge comeback year. Andrew Luck's back. Andrew Luck's back. That's going to help. 
So I don't, anything else you really like about this team? Um, David Johnson. I like that guy a lot. Um, yeah. Christian, everyone's scared to take Christian McCaffrey, I feel like. Um, and someone was talking about this. We could get a bit racy here. Everyone's scared to take Christian McCaffrey because he's white. That's because he's a white running back. It's super accurate. <laughs> um, I mean, seriously, that's that's very accurate. He but. was was he like he's like one of the top receiving running backs last year, wasn't he? Absolutely. This, this guy's he's good. He's a good pick. He's as fast as anybody in the league. Oh yeah. And doesn't who cares if he's white? Like this guy <laughs> is gonna catch so many balls out of the backfield and score a lot of touchdowns. And he could score a lot of big ones too. Everyone so, but Chris is subliminally racist against white people. And it's rude. How does it feel? And we're back. We just discussed a trade for about 40 minutes or something. How long was that? Yeah, it was about an hour. And um, <laughs> we talked about all these different scenarios where we were giving up much better players than the ones we decided to actually trade. Oh, yeah. Our <laughs> trade is very boring. Super boring. Two rookies. Neither of them most likely will be that great, but we both like each of these rookies. So yeah. it's it, we 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 could possibly have some uh, really good rookies here, but I uh, yeah most Texas likely the, they're not going to do much this year. Yeah, Try but uh, we decided to edit all that uh, discussion out. It was quiet. It was boring. It was like a it was like a it was like a it was the GM's office, dude. Everyone's silent. Everyone's like, "What about this? What about this?" You know, it was intense, but it wasn't that fun to listen to yeah so <laughs> uh so we're we're editing that out we're the the trade michael gallup mike gasecki um we accepted it i get michael gallup he gets mike mike gasecki of course the man i stole from him um yes. of it course i see a michael leave my team but it was uh you're getting a new mic i'm getting a new mic so i'm trying to get every mic just send him my way i'll probably accept it for just about anybody <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you guys have to vote on that, apparently. We're doing a voting thing. Go on the app and vote. I'm not sure how to do it because I'm involved in the trade, so I can't vote on it. So uh, you guys go vote. Figure it out. Um, and give me give me Michael Gallup. I'll take this rookie. Uh, besides that, it was, a, it was a good episode. It was a draft. We recapped the draft. We, we previewed the first week, and... Uh, someone's going to be taking the ACT at the end of the year, and it might be Alex George. It could be Andrew Wells. It's going to be a really interesting matchup in that toilet bowl. So uh, oh, we're yeah. going to see that as it pans out every week. Oh, hey, man. And if you didn't notice, our league actually has the toilet bowl built into to the playoffs. It has the poop emoji and everything. Yeah, so if you um, – I think it's – I believe it's like – they actually run the toilet bowl so that if you lose the playoff game, you move to the next round, which is how I do it in my family league as well. Um, so basically, they have like playoffs, but if you lose, you advance. Ooh, interesting. Yep. Uh, so they'll they'll they're running the toilet bowl for us. They know that we're doing punishments or whatever. They heard. They listen to the podcast. I know they do. Um, and that's why I chose Sleeper as the app. This episode is brought to you by Sleeper. The best fantasy football app, period. Yeah, it is uh, very underrated, and uh, we're, we're getting paid so much to sponsor it too. So yeah, with this, but I actually use it. You know, you guys know I personally use it. I have two leagues actually: Rice Dynasty, Super Woat League. 
Um, but if you guys, uh, you guys are gonna want to log on during the live games because their live scoring system is absolutely amazing. I saw it during the preseason, and basically for every play, they show you everybody who got points on this play, who, how much points they got for your specific league. Their live scoring is beyond amazing compared to things like ESPN and stuff like that because they just have a whole list of play-by-plays of um, saying how many fantasy points each player gets. So. I'm excited. I'm excited. The regular season starts this week. I, we're hoping to get some of you guys on the podcast in the future. I asked Max to be on this podcast, but he said nah. He said there was too much pressure on him to be on to be on for the first week. Um, but will uh, be in our recap episode of week one. Yeah, I, I guarantee I'm going to make make Max be on the recap episode. On I guess we'll do it on Tuesday because Monday's Monday has football still or Tuesday right. or Wednesday or whenever. We'll figure it out, you know, and it's going to be great. What a start to the season. It can't wait. Yeah, um, I'm going to win. Uh, signing off, my name yeah. is John George, GM of GP Wolves, cunts. And this is my friend, Mi- <laughs> <laughs> this is my friend Michael. Had to throw the team name. Team name for my team is coming next week, so oh. stay tuned. Tentative is uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, so as they say, it's been fun. Be safe, my friends. See you later.